Losing Weight to Gain Control Today's episode, Anxiety and Food Today's episode of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This is a podcast to encourage you on your weight loss journey to maintenance. It doesn't matter if you're at the beginning of, in the middle of, or at maintenance because we all need some encouragement no matter what phase that we're in. And it's always the right time to start working towards your weight loss or maintenance and life goals. Available on Amazon.com is the Losing Weight to Gain Control Food Journal and the Believe and Achieve Journal. The Food Journal helps you plan and track your food for the day. It also has a section for tracking daily exercise, writing your personal motivation quote, and writing your thoughts for that day. The Believe and Achieve Journal is a resource to track your progress of your weight loss goals, but also your non-scale goals and making your plan to achieve them. The links to get your copies are in the show notes to start creating your life that you don't have to use food to escape from. Anxiety. Just saying the word makes me feel like I am stressed out. In the current situation with the coronavirus, I think many of us are probably feeling this right now. Anxiety about job situations, about the kids and their schooling, and what's going to happen. I remember a time in my life when anxiety was almost an everyday occurrence for me. I learned this at a young age as a way to deal with life. I would worry and I was stressed about situations to the point where I could barely sleep. It was all I could think about and then I would get nervous about the situation. There were times I felt I couldn't even leave the house because of the way I felt. Today what I'd like to share with you is how to know if you have anxiety and how to not use food as a way to cope with it. And before I get into today's episode, I just want to let you know I am not an expert on this subject. I have information from what I've read and know what I've experienced in my own life. And as always, you should talk to your doctor if you feel you have any issues that you need professional help for. Let's start by defining what anxiety is. Anxiety is your body's response to stress. You may be feeling fear about what's coming. Right now, many of us don't have a routine in our lives. We don't know if things will ever get back to what we consider normal. That can bring about fear. What can really hurt us is when these feelings go on for extended periods of time. Dealing with anxiety for weeks or even months can be physically draining and mentally draining. Believe it or not, some anxiety can be normal. It may not feel like it right now. What might be considered normal anxiety is if you're getting ready for this test that you've been studying for, or you're moving to a new city and you're going to start a new job, or planning a wedding. Usually, your emotions start to calm down when the event has happened. But if anxiety starts to take over your life, it may start interfering with things that you actually enjoy doing. You may not feel like participating in your favorite sports anymore or 
talking to your friends or hanging out with them or even leaving the house, your body can also give you signals to let you know, hey, I'm dealing with anxiety right now. Some of the symptoms include, but are not limited to, worrying, feeling like you are in distress, fear, heart palpitations, that could be like you feel like your heart's racing all of a sudden, shortness of breath, dry mouth, sweating, trembling or shaking, feeling nauseous or upset stomach, or feeling faint or dizzy. And these are just a few of what you could experience. I've dealt with the worry and with having the heart palpitations and the trembling. It is not fun, let me tell you. It's not a good feeling because in that moment, I didn't know what was happening to me or why was I feeling this way. A reason it's good to talk to your doctor about your anxiety is you may have a medical condition that's causing it. If you have a chronic illness, it could contribute to your feelings of anxiety. Also, your doctor may run tests to rule out other health issues that could make you feel this way, such as heart disease or thyroid problems. One thing that I've noticed in my life is once I got several of my health conditions somewhat under control, my feelings of anxiety went way down. So I wonder if some of it was the, just the health issues that I was dealing with. Once I started to feel better, I wondered if that was my problem for all those years. I never mentioned it to my doctor because I thought it was normal for me to feel like this and I just needed to fix myself. I'm not going to cover much on the topic of panic attacks, but I wanted to mention this. But I did read that panic attacks are different from an anxiety attack. Panic attacks might come out of nowhere, which I think I've experienced these two before. Anxiety attacks are related to something you think is stressful. I used to think they were the same thing, but they're not as what this says. That's why it's so important to be diagnosed by a medical professional as to which one you are dealing with. You might be listening to this episode at a different time than what's happening in the world right now with the coronavirus. Your causes of anxiety might be your job is really stressful. Maybe driving makes you anxious. If you live in a city with a lot of traffic, this could trigger anxiety. Even social situations may trigger it for you. The first step in getting your anxiety under control is realizing what your triggers are. Once I realized what situations triggered me, I was able to make a plan to deal with those feelings when they came. Of course, one of the ways I used to deal with anxiety was with food. Hence the title of today's podcast, Anxiety and Food. It was easier to shove food in my mouth than to think about what was bothering me. Think about the food that you might reach for when you're feeling anxious. It might be cookies, potato chips, chips and dip, or things like that. I've noticed a lot of people are baking a lot when the first day at home orders were given in the United States. It seemed like everybody was making cakes and cookies and all kinds of goodies. And those foods, though, won't help us feel better or feel less anxious. What those foods do is make us feel good for a moment. And then when that sugar high is gone, we feel worse. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't bake and that you shouldn't make cakes and enjoy them during this time. 
Just last week, I made some homemade cinnamon rolls because I couldn't get to the Amish bakery to buy some, but I wasn't eating them to try and escape from the current situation, and this isn't a regular eating occurrence. If you're using food to deal with anxiety, then that creates another issue with your weight, which probably leads to you not feeling your best. It just gets to be a really bad, vicious cycle. Instead of turning to food to feel better, if you're having an anxiety attack, why don't you try maybe some of the following steps? Number one, take slow, deep breaths. This will help you to get your breathing under control and give you a chance to figure out what is going on and to calm yourself down. Number two, figure out what is causing you to feel the way you are. The times that I experienced anxiety, I would start thinking about all the what ifs. What if this? What if that? What if that doesn't work out? What if this? It just gets into a bad loop in my head. I had to stop myself and sometimes I had to talk to myself out loud to calm myself down and to walk through each what if and what was causing me to be anxious. I then reminded myself if this happens, then you just have to deal with it. And number three, make some lifestyle changes. For me, one thing I had to do was replace my using food as a coping mechanism with something else. Sometimes it was exercise. I started doing more stretching and yoga type exercises. For me, sometimes it was playing the piano. I love to play the piano. It relaxes me. Maybe it's watching a funny movie or even sometimes I just needed to sleep a little bit. Instead of worrying and stressing, replace doing that with something that you enjoy doing. If you feel this is something that you're dealing with, please reach out to someone to talk to them about this. You don't have to try and figure this out all by yourself. You will get through this and you will be stronger for it. If you would like to let me know if this episode was a help to you, please do. You can send me an email. It's gwen at thegwenalexander.com or you can contact me through the website thegwenalexander.com and press the contact button and send me a message that way. You can also message me through Facebook and that's facebook.com backslash thegwenalexander and while you're there you can click the follow button to get some additional encouragement. Today's quote I'd like to leave you with today is from mental health speaker and educator Sinclair P. Caesar III. And that quote is, my therapist taught me to interrupt my anxious thinking with thoughts like, what if things work out? And what if all my hard work pays off? So I'm passing that on to you wherever you are, whatever you're leaving or, or whoever you're becoming. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.